Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening. This is Miles P. McLaughlin. Hi, I'm M. Sierra Garcia. Yes. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. It's our first episode after Shore Leave. And so much has happened since Shore Leave. A lot of good news. Uh, Star Wars news. We're looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Some good Star Wars. Yeah, but we, we should really, you know, pimp up the fact that we're reviewing the... Uh, the only three Star Wars films to have ever been produced beforehand. <laughs> the only three Star Wars yes. movies worth talking about. Yes, yes. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Um, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Farpoint, which is coming up in February, and they have an endeavor that we want to at least put a plug in for. And Woo-hoo. we are Parsec finalists. Cool. I know. I know, right? They like us. Yeah. How exciting. So uh, long story or short story, I don't know. Was it 2011 we got our first Parsec finalist nomination? Uh, that sounds about right, yeah. Then 2012. And then 13 and 14, it was like nothing, right? Uh, and then M came on board. And and uh, and then that was uh, that was kind of it. I mean, that, that put us back into the running. We are now a Parsec finalist because of M. Yeah. I'm convinced. I, I'm, I'm sure it, it certainly... <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sure we've gained more listeners. Yeah, or at least a lot of cred. But. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of that? I so the <laughs> my everything kind of cut out for a little bit, and I didn't hear what you said. And I really hope it was something nice. It was. We were just saying that the reason we are parsec finalists is because of you. We're cooler because of you, Em. Exactly. Aww. Oh, pishaw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So no, anyway, look, good. I don't. I think I think all of us have worked really hard. We all put our heart and soul into this. We think it's we have a good time. We have a bunch of really great listeners who who make it worth ma- making this. So yeah. I think it was the listeners who did it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it was a the episode that we had submitted, or the portion of the episode we submitted was our Colin Farrell interview, and that that was just. Colin Ferguson. No, did I say Colin Farrell? <laughs> oh, wrong actor. Sorry oh about that. Oh, my God. Totally uh, different Let actor. me do 10 Hail Marys and I'll be okay. Um, but the uh, it is it was just a great interview. And oh, we that had, was just fun. It was fun. It was light. We were doing it at Farpoint. It was live. So, yes, listeners, you indeed helped make that a great episode. Yeah, the guests at, the, 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 yeah. the, the guests at, the, at Farpoint and yeah. uh, attendees helped with that. So if we win this, it is because of you guys out there listening to oh, yeah. us. Yeah. Really, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so Farpoint, uh, I mean, Dragon Con is where they announce these winners. So it's coming up Labor Day weekend, I believe, is when uh, Dragon Con is. I can't go. Miles, mm-hmm. you going? Uh, I wish I could. Yeah, and M? I don't know. Um it's it's really late in the game here, so I'm gonna dig around and see what I can find, uh, who I could possibly stay with, and if I can find a flight that's you know a good price. Right. Um, right. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. Anyways, if we uh, we we're gonna have to decide if we don't go, who can pick up our award, and we're supposed to record like a little vignette of like an acceptance thank speech. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to the academy. Thank you to the huh. yeah. So. But I don't know if any of you'd be interested in doing that, Miles, M. Um, we'll talk off here. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, yeah. So we can do that. I can give you. I can give you a little bit of the uh, stats for that then. But 
as far as what they want. And I need to get back to them probably sooner rather than later if we are going. So when do you think you'll know M? I'll figure it out by um, by the end of this week. Sounds good. I know that's not a lot of I just got I just need to figure out. That's okay. Oddly, I mean, Atlanta's just right down the country and it's crazy expensive to fly. Right. Yeah. So let me see about that. It's a little bit odd that you think that it would be that expensive to fly there, but maybe it's off the beaten path. I don't know. All those, all those Atlanteans. It's freaking Atlanta. It's an international airport. I know. Go figure. Anyways, so Parsecs, Parsecs 2015. We'll see if we win. Stay tuned. By the next time we record, we will know whether we won or not. Is that correct? Yeah. Because we'll be recording after That's Labor exciting. Day. exciting. Yay. So we will know. So shore leave. We are fresh back from shore leave, which happened two, three weeks ago. What, uh, weeks. anyone... Anyone want to talk about their experiences there? Um, go ahead. It was the worst. <laughs> what a dump. Oh, my God. It was the best time. I had a blast. <laughs> it was an absolute blast. It is one of the two times a year I get to actually be with you guys and record with you guys. And so that's that's the icing on the cake for me. So many great writers that we know the we've got, you know, the the Tar family from the from. Uh, oh, my God, I almost called it Defiance. Well, it is Defiance. I yeah, was Defiance. thinking of the Star Trek ship instead of the yeah. town. Um, and and um, just amazing, amazing. And John Barrowman. Hello. <laughs> some really great crafters, some great people in Artist Alley. It was there was just so much to to enjoy. Yeah. You know, I think that and I think that's the thing that really made again as always and we say this I think almost every con I love the guests are great and the interaction with them and the ability to see a lot of these writers that we read and we don't necessarily get to interact with is really cool. But I really do enjoy hanging out with you, Miles, uh, you know, John Heather, um and Mike. It was just it was just I mean, Panera was just awesome. Oh yeah, I have that recording, by the way. <laughs> yeah, where we all got together for uh, for supper, and we had the nerdiest, best conversation ever. Ever, yeah. it was a blast. Yeah, it ended up being like it's probably an hour and a half, and we only got like what forty five minutes of it, but it was awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, oh, yeah. it's it's just it was a great experience. We had some, we we did we did record um, a Back to the Future panel we did and. A little bit on podcasting. We were talking about podcasting and got unplugged halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the guy just didn't realize that we were plugged into that system. So, so whatever. <laughs> you just have to laugh. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. And some great people in costume, as always. It was a really good con this year. Really enjoyed it. So even though I was only down one day, I loved. Um, it was a uh, David and Reggie. Who came all the way down from Ohio to 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 the con? They heard about the con from us, so they were they were telling me that um, that they were looking for a con that they enjoyed. That San Diego was just too big, and they didn't want to go to the big ones anymore. And from us talking about shore leave, um, they came from Ohio, and that was the funniest thing ever because I had my my name tag 
on my on my uh, clip to my bag, but I had it so that it ended up being behind me on my back, and it said M. Ciro Garcia. And I hear this voice behind me. It says, are you the M? <laughs> and I turn yes. around expecting it's one of my chucklehead friends just giving me a pile of crap. And I turn around and I realize you are a stranger. Who are you? <laughs> and so I, I was just kind of went, yes. And he said, I'm a fan of the diner. And I was, that is so cool. And he called up, Reggie, it's M. The M? Yes. <laughs> the oh, my God. The boys will be here tomorrow. Oh, that's exciting. It was so nice. They came to our panels. And I'm so glad that they found the con. I hope we could get them down for Farpoint. That would be great. That would be a hoot. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I I have to, I almost forgot to shout out those two. Thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us. And we were, I'm so glad to have met them. They were adorable. You know, I was just talking with a fellow teacher today because we're back in services and school starts tomorrow with kids for us. But we were just talking about... Um, how with podcasting um, and many other mediums too, but if you listen to a podcast over and over, you really feel like you get to know the people. Right. And like, mm. we don't really know them, but there's something about hearing the voice. and the familiarity. Yeah, you get into the world. So I understand that. In fact, um, I, I have an email sitting here from Dave. Can I read it? Yes. Okay. So here's what he writes. He wrote this after he got back from shore leave and he said this. Hi, gang. I just wanted to say thanks again for being at shore leave. I hope your re-entry is going according to flight plan, though I wouldn't have complained about a little bit more time loop problems around the weekend. It was really a highlight for Reggie and me to meet you and have a ch chance to chat. I hope we can stay in touch one way or the other. I'm at least going to work on getting on social media. Sci-fi culture is liberating my inner geek. Keep flying and we'll keep listening. You can't stop the signal. Cheers, Dave. Cool. Aw, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it all. So thanks, Dave, for writing in. And it really was great meeting you. Yeah, it's great meeting listeners who live so far away. And they yeah. they, they considered shortly because of uh, what we had to say. You know what was fun was to make also fun a Mike Schilling. <laughs> when we were talking about him. Um, <laughs> what did you say I'm about that? I forget. It was something like... Yeah, you owe us or something like that. You owe us an interview with John Barrowman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get something. Like, I wanted, I wanted 15 minutes with John Barrowman alone um, for an interview. Duh. Um, I wanted some time with Barrowman because, you know, we, he owes us. <laughs> at least That's week. funny. Oh. Or like at least like an, an, an ice cream sundae at the hotel or something. That right. <laughs> Breakfast with John Barrowman. Yeah. Hello. Uh, hello. Um, so, anyways, it was we had a, it was a good it was a good time. We had a great time. Looking forward to it next year, and we look forward to especially sharing the interviews that we recorded there with you. One of which you'll be hearing tonight. Yeah, um, I, I I had a blast there. Uh, the when the hotel finally changed their decor. I mean, this place is known <laughs> for its. Classic 70s, 80s, um, orange carpet and orange wall hangings. Yeah. And, uh, and corn cribs. Yeah, and um, they finally decided to give up and, you know, the hotel. The uh, old it, 1970s horror movie set. Yeah, exactly. And join the 21st you, century. Yeah. Weird for your life. But, it so, just was. But the hotel looked good, re look, really looked good this year. 
Um, finally got to, my wife to come to one of these cons. It's been a while, but they had somebody that she was really into, um, Daniel Davis from um, the Nanny fans, known from the Nanny, but from Star Trek Next Generation fans will know him from the two episodes he played Moriarty in. Oh, and, yes. and, uh, yeah. Uh, he he was a, a, a super nice guy, and um, I, I, had, I had a great conversation with him. Um, it was the weekend of my wife's birthday. Uh, she couldn't come that Saturday, so but and I didn't see her on her birthday. But I think I did the next best thing. Um, I got her to I got him to wish her a happy birthday over the phone. So that's that was, awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, right. I finally got to meet Mrs. Miles. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I do have a wife. Uh, it's not made up. <laughs> <laughs> not fictitious. Her name is not Eve Miles. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, although she did draw a heart. I told her that Kristen and I are gonna, or I think the three of us should all get together and take uh, take the show over for a night. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> that that'll be one interesting you don't show. Sound like it would be awesome. <laughs> um, you know, last time I remember your wife being at a convention, Miles, was when your was it your mother in law was along and pinched Kevin Sorbo's butt. Yes. Yeah. She I'm, did what to who now? <laughs> <laughs> you heard right, Em. Um, so they got a. She was standing there with a, to get a picture with Kevin Sorbo, and she reached down and pinched his butt. Well, to be fair, uh, she didn't initiate that. Uh, he 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 jokingly said, uh, "She's grabbing my butt," and so she's like, "Well, okay." <laughs> <laughs> that was an invitation, so she did. <laughs> hey, it's no. not everyone that can say they grabbed Hercules' butt. N- no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Wow, she grabbed Hercules's bum. Yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. yeah. girl. That's okay. Uh, that's okay. M wishes that she could have done the same thing to Barrowman. <laughs> Actually, I kind of did grab his butt. Ooh, you do tell. In the picture when I went to go get my picture taken with him, he put on the tiara, which was the best, and then he gave me a cuddle, and I, I, I put my hand around my his waist, and I went, "Ooh, I grabbed you. I'm touching your bum." And he went, "Okay," so he touched mine too. <laughs> no, and you haven't washed it since. Of course, I have, cause gross. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, you shortly know, you paint a picture of me like I'm some sort of like man hungry woman who's like, ooh, look, he's got the Y chromosome. I must hug and cuddle him. <laughs> All right. You're gorgeous. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I. When when I got a picture taken with uh, with Jamie Murray, you know, we had to take the picture a couple times, so I, I had to hold that pose a few times, and you know, my hand was on her waist. It's just one of those things, you know. It's Trisha Halford was the same thing. I, I know. It's uh, but we had to make sure we got a good picture. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, and Jamie was adorable. She's she's super active on social media, on Instagram, on the Twitters. And she's always like always chatting with her fans. And Jesse was too, Jesse Rath. I mean, he was the cutest thing. I just want to put him in my pocket. Our interview with him was great. Yeah, because it was crashed by by Tony Curran. <laughs> by Tony Cohen. <laughs> yeah, he he crashed the interview. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you will hear that. We'll share he that with you. Hilarious. Yeah, he is. He's just he is absolutely lovely. He gave. He said, "I've got ten minutes." And then he gave us like 20 or 20, almost 25 minutes. That's awesome. So that was kind of fun and, and very sweet. I like him. He was such a good guy. 
Such a good guy. Yeah, it was very generous. Yeah, he and he was very good with the fans too. I mean, he plays this mean bad guy on Defiance, this 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 tough guy. But uh, you know, at the con, he's just this this fun loving Scottish guy. It's just uh, great. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that accent is just oh. awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's one you could listen to him all day, and then the the. You guys went and saw their panels, didn't you? I, I yeah. saw, I saw the, yeah, I saw the first the one on Saturday, yeah, and he could read the phone book, and we would find it entertaining. He's he's just hilarious, and he's another one who's just they're all of them were so kind and so giving to their to their fans, and and willing to spend a good you know a good a good amount of time, like when you go and you queue up to get your picture taken with them, or to get a picture signed. You think they only have like a couple of minutes and but they stop and they actually listen. And I was getting my picture signed by Tony Curran and the woman who was in front of me like was still kept talking and kept talking and kept talking. And I was like, you're taking my moment, woman. (laughs) But he I it was I just stepped back because they were having such a lovely moment. And he did that with everyone. It was just so lovely. Yeah, I want to give a, just a shout out to Neil. We see we get, we, Neil's at the con. We get to see we, we get to see him. Every, Neil was there. Awesome. So, uh, Fraser and Heather, our buds. Our yeah. Fr- yeah, our good friends Fraser and Heather and Mike from uh, um, Mike Doherty. Big Damn Films. Yeah. yeah, you know I do want to mention you were mentioning how f- fun and friendly the guests are. This is one of the things I think that distinguishes Shore Leave from some conventions. Um, they make a point to get guests. And I think Mike Schilling says this in his interview that they may not always get the most popular guests, but they get the ones that are the friendliest. Mm-hmm. And I think that, well, I think they're popular. So, but, well, but whatever. They're, they're on the but shows I'm, they're I'm on, watching. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, but, but they definitely, <laughs> but they definitely, oh, and as a general rule, it's rare that you find a guest that will not give you the time of day. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really, they're there to kind of connect with the people that like them. So, that, 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 that's that enjoying their work, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Dave and Reggie, definitely come to Farpoint. Uh, it's, it's a very similar experience. Yeah, absolutely. So. Speaking of Farpoint, um, so Farpoint has a Kickstarter that's running to September 19th called Farpoint Convention Turbo. In fact, if you go to kickstarter.com and just type in Farpoint Convention Turbo, you will find out information about this. Uh, M, do you want to chat a little bit about what they're trying to do here? Do no. you know? <laughs> do you know? So the fine people of Farpoint are hoping and trying to get, um, they always seem to get really great uh, guests. Um, last year with Colin Ferguson um, and just wonderful, wonderful people. So, and they're not a super, it, they're not like a, one of these super huge cons that has money out the yin-yang and you pay like $400 for the weekend. It's a, it's a fun, you know, kind of grassrootsy, but really active con. So what they're trying, what they'd like to do is be able to bring in more guests, more, you know, big name guests, um, so that we can have time with them, which is fantastic. Um, so they are, as I yammer on and on, because I can't get the link to work for me, because uh-huh. my computer's being a difficult person. I opened um, it up, and there's a great picture of Scott and I with uh, Felicia yeah. Day. Yeah, they actually, they, yeah. they had gotten permission uh, for it down there. I noticed that. 
And our friend Neil's in I a picture totally with Leanne. That picture. <laughs> yeah, there's Neil. And with Felicia Day, I love it. I know. That was back when she was actually doing podcast interviews. She doesn't do that anymore. I don't believe. She, she, Last she's time, just gotten really busy. I just finished her book. Yeah. Um, how was her book? Amazing. And we, if we, you listen to her book, you'll understand. Yeah, we'll talk about it in. We can talk about it maybe a little bit more in the uh, listener feedback show. Sure. That we're going to do. Um, so um, over the years. The folks at for a short at Farpoint, um, the fans have asked to invite other actors from other shows and other science fiction icons, and they with the, with the budget that they have, they do the best that they can. So we're they're just trying to get every you know muster up some cash to get some some more fun people in. Um, I know AwesomeCon two years ago did a Kickstarter, and look where it went. It was huge, and they got amazing amazing guests. So if people, excuse me, with, um, and they raised like half a million dollars, the folks at Farpoint are just looking to raise about 3,500 and that would give them enough money to bring in like one or two more super fun guests. So if you are on the, on the East coast and you do attend the con, you know, skip a latte or just, you know, skip a lunching or skip a movie and throw a couple of bucks their way. Um, they've got some really great um, uh, pledge gifts. Some of them are kind of awesome. There's one super huge one um, that you get to name the ballroom after yourself. The one that I really wanted and if I had a full time job, I would totally get is the one where you get to ride in the car with the star back and oh, forth yes. from the airport. Yeah, yeah, that would be a blast. <laughs> or the one that you can go straight to the front of the line. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. So that's that's cool. I, I like this other one too. That let's say that you aren't in the area that you that maybe you're in like California or Montana or whatever. They have a virtual convention level where you you receive access to all the live feeds from Farpoint. So they will like live stream it so that you can actually experience it. So. Ooh. Oh, I didn't even see that one. That one's all, that's awesome. So, so let's say you aren't in the area, you could. Um, but so it's going to be great. Like this year, they have Simon Tan coming. Yeah. So from Firefly, so you be like, there's one, there's one pledge you can, you could like ride with Simon Tan in the car, or you could like introduce him as an MC. They have a lot of cool things, and so. Um, even if you aren't in the area, there's there's ways for you to kind of connect to this and maybe also kind of maybe help them out. Um, so yeah, there, there there's a lot of good. I love the concept of supporting a local con. Yeah, and, and yes, when you pay your when you pay your admission fee, that helps support it. This is just kind of going above and beyond that a little bit. So so very cool. Um. In fact, hmm, I, I might have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to th throw a little bit of money in this direction. I think. I'll see which 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 event I'm Me gonna too. go. Yeah, even if it's a little bit. All right. So, uh, but that's far point. So, just wanted to mention that and throw that out there for y'all. Well, uh, my understanding is D23 happened just a couple weekends ago, and M, do you want to tell us a little bit about this and uh, what are some of the things we found out? Uh, D3. Oh, so for so D23 this weekend, well, two weekends ago, basically, for those who are not familiar with it, D23 is the 23rd Disney Con, which Disney throws in Anaheim. 
and they use it to launch everything that's going on, everything on the TV, everything in the movies, everything going on in the parks, the cartoons, all their channels. But this particular one was crazy insane packed because it was all about Star Wars. It was amazing, especially the announcement of uh, hello, Star Wars theme park. Yes, please. A thousand percent. Yeah. I mean, and here's what I like about it. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can say is yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, no, seriously, we have to talk about this because you know this is Disney, right? And if you've ever been to a Disney theme park, you know that they try to immerse you in the experience. Like, they're talking about creating a Star Wars battle where they put you at the controls of the Millennium freaking Falcon. Millennium freaking Falcon. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, who in their right mind has never wanted to fly that going, you know, 14 parsecs through the Kessel Spike or whatever? You, you know, you, this is an awesome... This is, It's one of the signature attractions that they're going to have, and that would be awesome. In under 12 parsecs? Yeah. Hello. I know, right? This is going to be this is going to be absolutely <laughs> phenomenal to kind of drop it in there and Disney will do it right. I swore off it's, going back going to Disney at all, but this this could possibly want, make me want to go back. Oh. <laughs> I love I love Disney. I love the experience that they provide. I love that the minute you get on campus that it's 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 about you the guest. You are a they will get you they will take care of you. They will do whatever they can to make sure that you have an amazing time. The whole Walt Disney had this amazing, amazing plan and has hired the, and over time, except for Michael Eisner, um, has had amazing people at the helm making this happen. So to, to take that level of hospitality and creativity and build something like that for Star Wars, I mean, they're going to have the Star Tours they're going to have this Star Wars launch bay, which is an interactive experience. It's going to take guests from uh, to they get to have an interactive experience with things from the upcoming movie and special exhibits. Um, they're going to have a better and bigger uh, Jedi training academy where all the little kids go up and they learn. But they'll have more of that. There's the season of the force, which is a seasonal event beginning in 2016, where it, it's going to be an experience on both sides. So it'll be West Coast and Florida. Um, it's it, they're I think they're going to basically take Tomorrowland and make that, you know, Alderaan or whatever. I don't care what it is because I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Or they'll make it like Mount Doom. Oh, wrong franchise. Wrong franchise. Yeah, no, I. But it, what, the other what, fun thing is. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, while you're at the park, when you're not using your little Disney wristband pass, you can contact Visa and get your new Star Wars character Visa card. Yeah, Darth Vader, Yoda. With the Force. Yeah, R2-T2 and C-3PO. You know, they did this with Star Trek, too. They, you were able to get the Star Trek credit cards mm -hmm. for a while. Uh, so that, I mean, it's kind of cool that they're doing that. Oh, yeah. So just why I need another freaking credit card to pay off. <laughs> but, but hey, it's Darth Vader. That means when I'm done with it, I can cut it up. Ooh, sorry. Uh, and then Anakin. the other cool announcement was that they announced the first um, like tangent movie. So Rogue One was announced. Yeah, we so got to talk about Rogue One because 
what Adam T- Adam Tudyk's in it. I saw. Yeah, he's going to be one of the uh, you know our favorite little uh, pilot from Firefly. He's going to be in this, so that's kind of cool. And uh, so Rogue One, which I tells the story of the Resistance fighters who have united to steal plans from the dreaded Death Star. So that'll be cool. Slated for December sixteenth, so next year. That's that'll, that'll come yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, they've already announced the new director for the for the next film, the next Star Wars film. So after the Force Awakens, um, they've got I can't I don't know if I'm going to pronounce his name right. Colin uh, Trevorrow. That looks good. All right. Uh, so he'll be directing Episode Nine. Yeah. Exciting, yeah. which is set to release in 2019. Yeah, so we have a little bit for that. That's but you know, what the story is, they're, they're looking at releasing like one Star Wars movie a year. Is that correct? I heard rumors of that. Is that true, em, em, Miles? Did you hear that? I didn't know. Wait, that'd be say that again? That they're planning to release like one Star Wars movie a year. So it's going to be one thing per year in the Star Wars property. Yeah. And they won't, so like we're they, gonna get yeah. the we're gonna get the Force Awakens this year, and then we get Rogue One, and then there's something else, and then there's and then that's they wanna I mean it's smart to keep something going every year. It's worked for Marvel. Um it, I, I think that's the plan. Yeah, when I think we get a little bit of that if we um uh, the site geeksaresexy.net posted this new Star Wars new canon timeline infographic that kind of talks about what we have coming in the future, just in the novels and also what and also in the movies. Um, and so they mentioned Rogue One. They mentioned um, uh, what what else do they have coming out in movie wise? Um, just looking down through here real quick. A lot of books. Um, What's yeah, a lot of comic books too. Oh, the Han Solo prequel. Yes, the Han Solo prequel is going to be in there. Um, it's it's interesting. Uh, so this this sort of infographic kind of polarizes fans of Star Wars, in my opinion. I mean, there are those of us like I'm sitting here with probably about close to 100, 125 Star Wars books that I purchased over the years, and according to Disney, these are now no longer canon. Um, and you know, this, you know, there's always been this kind of fickle thing. And we, we talked to Dayton Ward. Remember we talked to Dayton Ward about this whole idea of Canon. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that's really Canon are the TV episodes for like Star Trek and the movies and everything else is not really Canon. And that's almost the way that they've kind of taken this. Oh, they definitely taken it that way. I mean, Mm -hmm. they've just, as far as all the, the written material, they kind of just flushed it down the drain. Yeah. And, and and M, I'm sorry to say, but the Phantom Menace is canon. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 but you are making up words that don't mean anything. <laughs> M loves the prequels, but uh, so. All that being said, we have a lot of stuff coming on the pike. Some of it's written. Um, the unnamed Han Solo prequel, I think that can be kind of cool. Kind of see the origins. They've done some origin stories of Han Solo. We'll see if they actually tie it in at all to the written universe. But 
There was like I like three... that the comic books they partnered with. Oh, sorry. Go I was ahead. gonna say there was a th- there was a three book series of Han Solo's past. Yeah, I have it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and obviously, the and obviously... partnership with Marvel to Go put ahead. the comic books out has been amazing. Yeah, I have them sitting are, on my desk for me to read. Are they? Are they do they look good? They look great. The Princess yeah. Leia book is amazing. Um, the Darth Vader book is great. Uh, the Chewbacca one was a little boring. The Lando one just started, and he's such a playa. I feel like it might be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But in the fall, we're gonna get the Vader down. Uh, so there was a Vader comic that came out for a couple of issues. In February, and then the next one is um, coming up in uh, November. And then in the very beginning of the year, they started the the Marvel Star Wars series, and um, they've been really good. They've got some good writers behind them. They the artwork is fantastic. I I, lo- I love a good comic book. Yeah, you know, I, it, there's just. Um it's going to be cool to just kind of delve into this universe. And at least in this universe, in this, uh, in the way they've done it, Chewbacca's not dead because Chewbacca died in Chewbacca the, died? yeah, in the, so it, before they rewrote the timeline, um, in the other universe, Chewbacca dies. They killed off Chewbacca and it's a, it was a huge pivotal moment for Star Wars fans when that happened. Yeah. It pissed them off. I think I it did, but, uh, it really it opened up the story. I mean, so I'm, I'm a little bit torn about this because this is like a, we complain a lot when we kill off like main popular characters. But the reality is, you know, good storytelling does sacrifice them. I mean, we like Ned Stark, but George R. R. Martin axed him off. You right. Know? Oh, well, George R. R. Martin set us up for like it's no longer a big for me, it makes me sad, but it's not as big of a deal because I've been desensitized by George R. R. Martin. Yeah. Jerk. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, George R. R. Martin. We know you're listening to this podcast. We just know that none of his characters are safe. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, let, why don't we move into our interview tonight? We have an interview that we want to share with you uh, from Roger Cross. Tell us, how do we know about Roger Cross, Miles? Um, he is probably one of the most hardest working uh, busiest actors in sci-fi today if you look at his imdb page um he he's he's been in tons of stuff but he just he's busy all the time um uh he just he was in dark matter that show just wrapped up recently uh continuum comes back for its last season um he has he had a reoccurring character on arrow i think he probably you know the character wasn't killed off so he could be back on arrow um, but he has been in tons of stuff. Like he's been in Stargate. He he's been in uh, Eureka, uh, one episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Um, he was in. I think. Uh, let's see. One of the X Men movies. I think it was the second X Men movie. He, he had a part in. So wow. He has a you know very very impressive resume. Um, but yeah, I, I got a chance to sit down and talk with him for a few minutes uh, Sunday morning. Now, you said Dark Matter, right? Now, yes. this is the one that kind of had a similar feel to the Killjoys. Is that correct? It's a similar feel, but it, it, it these two shows uh, are not in the same universe. So um, a lot of the folks who write and produce Stargate have their hands on this show. Okay. And and some Stargate Atlantis alumni have uh, made appearances. We, uh, um, 
let's see, uh, David Hewitt, uh, who played McKay, he's been on. Um, the actress uh, who played Elizabeth Weir, her name eludes me at the moment, but um, Tori Higginson. Tori Higginson, yeah, she, yeah she, we interviewed her. Yes, we did. It's great that she's on because she had a real tough bout for a while. I, I, she, I think she had some health problems a while back, yeah, and she uh, did. it's great to see so, her back. Yeah, so she, she's had a, uh, she's been on there a couple episodes. So I'm trying to think. Uh, so yeah, that, that's that's what he he has done. Um, so he's been on everything. Yeah. So, um, did you get a chance to meet uh, Roger Cross down at Shortly? I didn't. Um, I when I went back, he was he was at, um, at Ten Forward, or whatever they call the dance party, that's down in the, in right. the main ballroom. He's he likes to dance, um, <laughs> but I didn't really get a chance to chat with him. A lot of people. He was really busy. He had a lot of people around him, a lot of young ladies around him. Um, he is a handsome man, and he's incredibly tall with, I mean, a set of shoulders you could cut diamonds on. So, <laughs> And I'm not being all like, oh my god, he's so schmoopsy. I'm serious. That boy is built. Yeah, he's ripped. He usually that plays... Boy, yeah. play, I mean, that fella, he's just... And he's such a young guy, too, and he just, he just, he just want to squish his little cheeks. Um, <laughs> but... He needs to be in a superhero movie. You know he what? needs to be an X-Men. Like, uh, not just as a, you know, dude in corner. He needs he needs a, a titular role. Somebody was posting pictures when I was just doing a little research. Um, him as, like, you know, as Green Arrow. They had, they had an African-American Green Arrow. Um, <gasps> and they put him as that. They put him, oh, my God. Somebody used Green Lantern. Somebody used Green Lantern, yeah. Somebody used the Photoshop to uh, make make him Green Lantern. He'd be a good Green Lantern. Yeah, he would. Because I mean, when I see Green Lantern, I picture the animated series, mm-hmm. and I can see him playing that role mm-hmm. very much. And this is a guy he play. He often plays military type guys. So, like M said, he's a very, very fit individual. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And you had a chance. You had a chance to sit down and chat with him. And yes. And how'd that go? We had a nice little inter- interview, and um, you know, I asked. I asked him about um, Continuum, and he said he was kind of sorry to see the show go. He thought there were still more stories they could tell. Um, so is this the final season that's coming up for it? This is the final season that's coming up. Yeah. Wow. So. He wasn't. Sh- he wasn't sure yet if uh, Dark Matter would get another season or not. But I haven't heard that it's not. So I wonder how it did. I didn't. I didn't see how the ratings for that was going. I yeah. I haven't heard anything. I've, I've heard good people liking the show. So I'm hoping sci-fi will give it. A, mm-hmm. We finally have a few sh- sci-fi shows that happen in space. Right. Right. It's Which is kind of cool. Yeah. We don't often get that. We haven't had that in such a long time. <laughs> no. No. So we take what we can get. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to share this interview in just a little bit interview with you and if I can speak here just a little bit um, and I think that's gonna we're just gonna end with that and then we'll just uh, you'll, you'll hear the wrap up music for the show and and we'll go from there um, anything we want to say to our listeners before we wrap this up Em um, just thank you I mean we wouldn't be in the position of of, of the Parsec finalists if it wasn't for them so you know if we meet you, we'll buy a soda because yep. um, we don't make any money. That's right. <laughs> but I'm I'm just so grateful and it's so sweet. And having met Reggie and Dave, it just was like, oh my god, people like us, yay! Yeah, very good. And Miles, uh, be, being nominated and being a finalist, 
in the parsecs is a huge honor. Uh, so, um, not just echo M's remarks. Thank you listeners, uh, for, uh, letting us be a part of your day, wherever you listen to us, either in your car or wherever it is. But, uh, Thank you for letting us do that. Drifting off to sleep at night. Hey, whatever <laughs> works. <you know? laughs> the lulling voice. That's a little creepy. That is a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank my mom, my dog, and no, I'm just kidding. All and, right, there, no, fantastic. Yeah, like, no, but seriously, and I and I agree with what both of you said. You know, it's it's uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's it's incredible just to be nominated. Even if we don't win, we'd like to win. You know, third time's a charm, right? Uh, but nice. it would be uh, great to win. But even if we don't, we're just glad that we're on this journey, this ride, the chance to just meet all these awesome people along the way. You folks, the actors, the authors that we get to interact with and interview. It's, it's just it's pretty incredible. Um, one thing we didn't mention that I do want to mention here, coming up in September, um, starting September, October, November, we're going to be recording three episodes um, each dedicated to Star Wars 4, 5, and 6. And so if you want to get some feedback in and get some comments in and let us know what you think of these films, uh, we would love to hear from you. Somewhere around mid-September is where we're targeting for Star Wars 4, A New Hope. And we would love, love, love to hear your thoughts, your favorite moments. Um... Maybe the things that still grate you every time you watch them. Um, you know, we want to hear from you regarding that. We're excited about sharing those with you. Our goal, if I'm right, M, and you can correct me, but in December is when we're going to release them. It'll be yeah. like one week, like one a week up to the movie. Yep. And then we'll uh, kind of uh, share them from there. Anything you want to add to that, M? Oh, uh, well, it'd be neat to see, you know, it'd be neat to, to hear to hear from everyone what they liked, what they didn't like, um, favorite moments, if they want to record something and send it to us and we'll play the clip. Um, if they want to, we'll have the chat room open while we discuss it because that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, yep. We should totally do that. We need to start, pimp- um, we'll need to start just, pimping that up. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then just, it'll be, I'm so excited for this next movie. Yeah. I really, I I mean, those fan films kind of, they weren't meant for me. And I, I'm what, you know, I was five when those came out and they, those were, those were my movies and I loved them. And I felt like, I felt like Lucas kind of ignored us who grew up with the movies and went for the new market, which is making, which made him billions and billions of dollars. But I don't think he even really cared what the original fans thought. Mm. So I feel like this, the the property is now in some hands of people like us who, who went to see the movie when in the theater when we were five. And you know, if Disney does come out and manage to find the original stock of the film and released the original film un you know fettered by by Lucas's add-ons I would I would I'd buy it in a heartbeat absolutely absolutely well you know and I think you bring up a good point we we not only want to hear what you thought of these films but what are you looking forward to coming up for the force awakens what are you hoping it does so Yep, but I believe that's about it. Why don't we go ahead and wrap this up? We're going to do our typical wrap-up here, but stay tuned. We're going to be sharing our Roger Cross interview. All right, till next time, good night and good luck. We'll see you. 
Do your dailies. seen yet in the states after four years are you happy with how the show went uh, for you and your fellow cast members yeah I, I wish we had a bit more time instead of being so rushed with the final six of this final six episode to wrap it up and so um, I am very happy with the pro with the show I love the show I think it's fantastic um, but I said I wish we had a bit more time because we did have to cram a lot into these final six right. episodes to try and you know give that the wrap-up but I think Simon did an amazing job in writing it mm -hmm. and um, I think people will, will enjoy it I'm looking forward to com coming back yeah it'll be fun mm -hmm. Um, I'm enjoying Dark Matter, which premiered a few months ago, and, and it seems to be it seems very positively received. Um, do you, any chance we know if it's going to be renewed for a second season? I hope it is, and if it isn't, I will be shocked. Oh yeah. Um, it, it all the everything seems to lead to yes, it's going to come back, but it has not officially been announced, so we have to say no right now. Okay, keep our fingers crossed. Yes. Um, well, we're at a sci-fi convention, and we're nerding out so to meet you and. and talk Oh my God! I mean, I'm a nerd out when I met Muhammad Ali. I was just yeah. like a kid. I was like, oh my God! I got to meet the great guy. And you know, just me meeting. I, I've I've been blessed. I remember I went to DC mm -hmm. the first time I went there, and I didn't think until I was there, and I was at the Washington Monument, and I was at you know Lincoln Memorial and things like that. And I'm like, you know, those kind of historical things. When you're there and in the presence of it, when you travel the world, you know, you go to the Eiffel Tower, you go to Stone Edge, things like that, and you see these amazing things. Um, I have not been to pyramids yet. I would love to do things like that. Historical things like that, that kind of geeks me out. And I love watching sci-fi movies and shows. That's that's something I love to do on an everyday basis. But those kind of things, when you're in the presence of, presence of greatness, how's that? Yeah, that's great. I love that. Friday night, check out Dark Matter. Yes, absolutely. Um, Sunday, you'll see The Strain. And then continue on summing up in the fall. Mm -hmm. And also a movie called Lockdown. Lockdown. I did a WWE movie. Dina Ambrose, myself, and a few other guys, and we kick a lot of butt and blow, you know, shoot off thousands of rounds of bullets, and mm -hmm. it's, it's gonna be, it's a fun movie. It's from their um, uh, twelve round series, and it's called Lockdown, and so you'll see that September 11th, I believe, is the release date. Awesome.